Hello everyone and welcome to episode 11 of My Webtoon Journey. My name is John and I'm the host of this podcast. For those of you that are new, this is a bi-weekly Webtoon podcast where I introduce a new series each episode and give some general information and impressions. And this is from the perspective of kind of like a newbie to the world of Webtoon. I actually come from like the manga side of things. Um, that's, uh, where I kind of got my start in reading comics in general. Um, and then I kind of branched off into Webtoon with this podcast. Um, so if you're new to the world of Webtoon like I am and want to hear about some new series that you might have not heard of, this is a good start. Or if you're a veteran and just want to hear someone talk about your favorite Webtoon series for a few, this is also a great listen. At least I hope it is. (laughs) Not to pat myself on the back too much, but, um, and excuse my sniffling, my allergies are out of control. Uh, This season is going to kick my butt. (laughs) Um, But I did buy a cold brew machine, or not a cold brew machine, but I bought a cold brew. It's like, it's just a mason jar basically with like a lid and a handle and as a filter that you stick coffee grounds in. Um, So I bought a grinder and a uh, bag of coffee beans from like, I don't know, some foreign country (laughs) i heard they were really good so i got it it's like a yellow bag and it's huge and um yeah i've been grinding up my own beans throwing them in that filter and it's been the best purchase i've made on amazon thus far and i bought it just in time because it's really starting to heat up over here but anyways uh, i love coffee but i uh i'll only drink hot coffee like early morning uh but as soon as it starts warming up i'm like i can't do this to myself (laughs) and i'm trying to save money on just buying iced coffee um you know from you know outside so um yeah uh this episode is on dior this was actually a um this was part of jules's um webtoon column her saturday webtoon column um from uh geek girl authority i believe the name of the website was this is uh i forgot to write these on my notes actually but yeah she has like a saturday morning webtoon column and this was one of the recommendations and i um covered this last episode but she had actually shouted my podcast out on one of her um one of her articles so i kind of returned the favor by shouting her out and uh also checking out one of the webtoons she recommended so dior is one of those and um it's a fantasy series written and illustrated by uh jury um which is how it's it's stylized j dot o-o-r-i but i'm assuming it's pronounced jury and this has been running since July 2019. It's actually ongoing. Uh, there's a new chapter up every Saturday. And it has 784,000 readers with a score of 9.70. And also, um, I was, I've been meaning to ask, again, new to, the, new to the platform, when it says 784,000 readers, is it just talking about, is that how many people are subscribed? Is that like monthly active readers? Uh, I was confused by that. And... Uh, I was just curious, like, just to get a better uh, scope of, like, how big some of these webtoons are. Is this, like, over the course of since it's been uploaded to the platform or, you know, what's the deal? So if somebody could reach out to me, that would be awesome and just clarify that for me. But uh, the synopsis is the young prince Dior is an outcast in his own land, born without the ability to use to Magius. I forgot it's called Magius in here. Born without the ability to use Magius or Magius, a rare condition that marks him as an incompetent, he realizes or he re- he relies on his intelligence and tenacity to prove wrong those who believe he is not fit for the crown. However, with deadly demons and conspiracies threatening the very existence of humanity, Dior must protect the very kingdom which ridiculed him. Will he be able to defeat the demons and secure his position as king? 
find out next week. <laughs> um, so that was a that was a bit of a mouthful, but that's a that's a pretty um, thick synopsis there. Um, really gets to the heart of what the story is about. So I appreciate that. Again, I don't really preview these synopses. I kind of I find them from the webtoon um, you know listing, and I and I post them in my notes, and I'm like, okay, I'll read that a lot on the podcast. And I keep telling myself I should probably pre-read them so I know what I'm you know getting into. <laughs> um, but I don't really like reading synopses before or synopses before I start something. I kind of like to go in blind. Which is ironic because I'm doing a podcast where I'm basically, you know, not only giving you guys the synopsis, but then also, you know, some general impressions that might spoil some like minor stuff um, early on. I mean, obviously, if you're trying to go into a series blind like I do, then any bit of detail is probably a spoiler. Um, But I try to keep this, um, you know, heavy spoiler free. Um, But yeah, I just thought that was kind of ironic. (laughs) My preference for reading things is not always... Uh, lines doesn't always line up with you know how I like record my podcast for instance um that said I do like 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 in this case Dior um sometimes I do read people's thoughts on a series and then dive into it um because sometimes you some people you know sometimes you got to be sold on something or you have to actually be told that exists before you could ever you know find it right um and that's uh, again one of the goals of this podcast but I'm I'm going all over the place let me just focus on my outline here (laughs) um but yeah, so it's a uh, it's a fantasy series, um, and it's very, it has a setting very typical to that genre. You know, you're a lot of this is takes place because Dior is a prince. Um, it takes place in like a uh, the that's a lot, a lot of interior of like this royal palace. Um, that's what makes up most of the setting. Is like he's just within this um, this this palace, and he's. Uh, it does actually a heck of a job uh, drawing you in. Uh, first, it sets up Dior as like this underdog, so he's surrounded mostly by other, you know, aristocrats. It's just really snobby people who kind of disparage him because he's not of like completely noble birth or whatever. Um, he's a, uh, you know, he's constantly referred to as like a peasant or like a, a commoner because his mother—that's what his mother was. Um, so I, I guess his father, the king, um, had multiple women um, and had multiple kids uh, from each of those women. And so some of them are not like full royalty or whatever. Um, and so and of course, you know, that type of information spreads. So Dior, um, you know, is is looked down upon by some, by most. Um, but, you know, it's kind of like a, if you guys have seen or read Black Clover, the manga anime, um, there's a main protagonist there. It's it's almost like <laughs> it's almost a meme how much they're referred to as like peasants and stuff in that in that series. Um, it gets a little repetitive and annoying at times. But uh, yeah, um, the main character Asta, um, he he's referred to as like a, a peasant or whatever. And much like Black Clover, uh, Dior, he can't use magus or magic in this world, um, which is just another strike against him. And so. It, you know, it it doesn't it does a good this story does a good job of making you really kind of root for Dior um, because he's you know he's that underdog and you really you want to see him prove the naysayers wrong um, and, and you'll claim the crown and uh, you know be a, a good leader that you know people might not have expected him to be or thought you know thought he had the um, ability to be because of his birth you know um, Thankfully, uh, this series doesn't get as repetitive with the whole like bashing Dior. Um, there's actually he actually does have like a nice circle of people that do support him, including some of his own family members. Um, 
and uh, and then there's people that just try to like kind of kiss his butt a little bit because um and i'll get into this later but basically the start of the series um the king uh dior's father it holds like this formal i guess announcement that um you know again he, the king has many kids and they're each from different moms and stuff so he he basically announces that hey i'm not doing things the normal way um you know normally it would be like the next man next son the next oldest son in line would would get the throne that way but he's saying everyone has equal rights to the throne including dior so then suddenly okay then there's people trying to suck up to you or be like oh he might actually be king one day so maybe i should get on his good side now you know um but yeah so the king and this is how the story starts he essentially announces to to in front of his children and also like a, a part of a i guess some other aristocrats um that you know there's uh you know everyone has equal right and the crown's only going to choose who is who's worthy to really um to hold you know to wear it um and in the middle of this, this the this is where that series kind of really draws you in. Actually, it does a really good job of just like pulling you in, and and it hooks you um, with like this uh, you know political. Uh, there, there's definitely some politics going on, like any fantasy series where there's royals involved and like village common folk. Um, but yeah, there's this villager who infiltrates the um, the palace, I guess, and and tries to confront the king. And I'm not really gonna spoil exactly how it goes down, but. Um, this is what I'm talking about. Like the the action here is really um, really intense, and the art um, here is also really really good. Um, but yeah, this was a this is definitely a highlight, um, and and it's good that it happens early on because then you really get invested. But yeah, so this this um, after this formal announcement, um, the this this villager comes in. Uh, you know, it's one of those very standard fair things where it's like, oh, you know the. The aristocrats, the 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 royalty or whatever, they're they're um, they don't care about the common folk. They you know they they subject the common folk to all this danger. Um, they're they're just more in to protect themselves and like you know there's people starving, so on and so forth. It's something you've seen if you've watched literally any fantasy series that has uh, some politics in it. Um, you know. Game of Thrones. I mean, granted, it's not as like grim dark as Game of Thrones is, but like just any fantasy series, really. <laughs> um, so you know that's nothing new. Um, but that that said, I mean, it's still you know it's still exciting. Like again, this whole action sequence is really cool. Um, you know, this villager has like friggin' knives that have like ropes attached to it, and there's just like some really cool stuff that goes down. And also, of course, this this world has uh, magia or magic or whatever. Um, so you know, there's some flashy spells that are thrown out. Um, I guess a lot of the people in this kingdom have like light-based spells. So like, there's like, um, it's like a main spell that everyone uses. It's like a flash of light that comes from their hand. There's like a non-lethal and lethal version of that spell, and uh, you know, and then people, other people have like elemental magic. Like the the king has. Um, well, I don't want to spoil, but like, there's people that have lightning. People have ice, that kind of thing. Um, water, um, and it's uh, overall, it's really flashy, really cool. But yeah, this situation with this uh, infiltrator is resolved pretty quickly, but it establishes that, again, in order to claim the crown, you must be chosen by the crown. You cannot steal it. Um, so this crown is more of a magical entity than an, just a piece of jewelry. And, um, you know, some of Dior's siblings um, think it comes down to strength. So, you know, they assume, oh, since Dior can't use magic, there's no way he stands a chance. You know, we've got this in the bag. And, uh, you know, it hasn't really been established how... 
you know, is there going to be some ceremony where they each try on the crown or something? I probably, I don't know, because <laughs> the way the crown, if the crown does not choose you, it does not go well. So I don't know if that's a, you know, that's something. I don't, I don't know how the succession is going to take place or like, what are the qualifications? It hasn't really got, the story hasn't really gotten into that. Like, are, is he going to subject his kids to like some sort of like competition? You know, it's rumored that He's formally announcing this because he wants his children to be motivated. He wants them to go get stronger because there, are, you know, there are evil forces at play. There are, you know, in this world, there are demons like these shadowy, just um, tenderly, you know, creatures um, that are kind of lurking around and and they do prey on people. Um, so part of it, part of it's maybe oh maybe they're he's trying to motivate them so they can protect themselves. Um, yeah, so it's, it's and I'm not quite sure. You know the pacing of this. Like, when when will Dior have the opportunity to be selected by the crown? Um, but uh, you know, overall, it's it is setting. You know, it's a lot of table setting. I've actually read. Um, I, I forgot to say, I got distracted. Oh yeah, I never gave the score of the of the web two, and it was a nine point seventy out of ten, by the way. And I read up to chapter twenty two, I think, of the forty seven. Um, so I read about half and there's still a lot of like table setting going on. Definitely some behind the scenes, you know, plotting drama, you know, Dior, because, you know, people, there's just some people that are never going to accept him. So he definitely has his share of, you know, haters that are going to, you know, there's people that'll, you know, that are all talk and will just say spiteful things towards him. But then there are legitimate threats that there are people that will try to kill him because they refuse to acknowledge that he could possibly rule this nation one day. You know, so um, there's definitely forces like that at play. So Dior has to kind of mind his surroundings um, and not even just him, his own well-being, but his mother, who's a commoner. You know, a lot of people feel spiteful towards her. Like, you know, why did the king even like, why did the king even take her in? You know, and it's because of her that we have Dior and, you know, and that, that kind of thing. So, you know, there's there's people that are a threat uh, towards um, his mother as well. So he's trying to protect himself, trying to protect his mother. Um, and, you know, there's people that are on his side. There are people whose um, maybe their motivations are questionable. There's people that you thought were, you know, they, they seem a little sus, but you, you don't really know, you know, what's their game. And then you kind of it gets revealed later in kind of like a plot to his fashion. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's definitely a lot of like backstabbing and stuff like that. Um, so if you're into that kind of like drama and stuff, you'll definitely, definitely find something interesting here. Um, or you might find it's like standard fare or whatever. Um, I, I enjoyed it mostly. I was definitely pulled in by the art when I first like took a peek at this webtoon. And, uh, it really, um, a lot of the, uh, detail, comes down to like the uh you know the characters and their their designs um you know there's a lot of times where like they'll go i, I guess quote unquote off models the terminology that people use when they're like critiquing anime or manga um you know where characters like they'll look really fine and detailed in in one page and then like you know mostly for like comedic effect the their the next page that could have them like completely off model or like they're almost like chibi sized, like their proportions are weird. Their, their facial expressions are less detailed or something like that. And usually it's used for comedic effect. Other times it, it could be like a sort of like a other stylistic choice, or it could be, you know, the artist just didn't have the time to really polish this page or this, you know, panel or whatever. So, 
Um, I'm not sure what the case is here, but like there's times where these characters are really like detailed and just beautiful. They have like really soft features um, and they're just really just pleasant to you know look at. Um, and but then there are other, especially Dior, like he's he's got like a really like I don't know how, how to say it, but it's a very like comforting, like soft design. He's got like these red eyes that are really striking. A lot of characters have like, these really striking like expressions to them um, and like really intense. Um, but uh, you know there are times where like it kind of just it's a little inconsistent. Um, but yeah, that's what really drew me in. Like again, the action was really exciting. Actually, it felt very um, <laughs> man. This is like a uh, it's a buzzword, but I, I can't help but use it. But it felt very like visceral um, and impactful uh, when action took place because it's a fantasy world. But these characters aren't getting hit by blasts and then surviving. You know, it's like. I've seen, you know, I saw somebody get stabbed through the back of the head, like in the in this um, several times actually. So, you know, and they're dead <laughs> for the most part. Um, um, so it's not like that kind of fancy series where these people are just like just eating attacks and 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 getting up for them. Um, and you know, there's definitely um, definitely it feels like there's a level of stakes here that you you might not get from like a um, like a kid friendly um, fantasy series or like isekai you know, trapped in another world series that you see. Um, some of the, like the lighter um, slice of lifey ones. Um, this is definitely more grounded. Um, you know, there's definitely some stakes here. Definitely, characters do risk getting killed. Um, again, uh, Dior is a very um, you know he's he's got a very tough situation on his hand because he has all these people that want to see him fail. Um, and what's cool about Dior actually as a as like a main character too is that he, um, despite all of this, you know, he keeps. Uh, you know, there are times where he gets irritated, of course. He has, like, this very stern expression. He almost looks angry all the time, <laughs> which, like, you know, he has a reason to be, I guess. But, um, you know, but he's still very, like, um, empathetic, you know. And, and he, um, even people that are going out to murder him, he's just like, you know, you, I understand you're angry. You must have your reasons. I'm not going to kill you, um, you know, but, I, you, you know, he's, you know, arrest them or whatever, right? He's not. He's not about, like, just killing the people that are trying to kill him. He's trying to... He's trying to, because again, he's he has already he already has a mindset that he's going to be king, right? And he's got and he wants to be a good king. He wants to treat people fairly. Again, we've seen main characters with this sort of motivation before, um, but it is nice seeing that here. Um, Dior is just very you know compassionate, um, despite having like an expression that kind of makes him kind of like stand off. It's like you don't know, you can't really approach this kid because he seems angry, you know. Um, but uh, that's another thing I really like about him. And again, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but uh, um, yeah, I was talking about the art again. The um, the spells in this, it's like a character saying a phrase, and then they'll either like launch a blast of light from their hands or something like that. Um, it's really, really flashy, really exciting. It's not super overdone. Um, so when people start using magic, slinging magic around. It's it's pretty exciting. Um, you know, the magic look can look really flashy, really cool, and like vibrant. And some pages and other pages, it's like um, you know, this kind of looks weird. Like I, I remember there was a character that has like water magic, and he used like um, it had like this kind of like pixelated effect. It was really strange. I'm not used to seeing that because you know, manga definitely does use like there's definitely some digital s- stuff that goes on in manga, but they a lot of artists kind of use it, um, and but they blend it they blend it really well for the most part. Um, there are some exceptions. Like I remember, I was reading this manga called Inuyashiki, and um, there, the characters like were like uh, most of the art overall was just like you know almost like photorealistic in some in some aspects. 
Um, but then there was like, <laughs> I remember one of the characters' room, you look at it, if you pay attention to his bed, his bed was like a CG model. I was like, this this artist can draw all of this, but, but apparently can't uh, either had, you know, maybe an assistant was working on the backgrounds or like maybe he just didn't have time or whatever, or this was just kind of like a compromise. But, you know, the beds were CG and they were like the same CG model. If you look in the rooms of other characters, um, they had the same bed with the same comforter. It was like, it was kind of like funny. Um, I wasn't sure what the, like the choice was behind that, but like, of course the rest of the manga, the attention to detail was just so, you know, exceptional. Um, but yeah, so I, I noticed that especially in webtoon, there's a lot of use of CG and it's usually for backgrounds. And, um, you know, I understand it's a, definitely like a, um, a weekly grind, uh, here cause I, some, some webtoon are updated twice a week or, you know, you know, once a week, um, which is, you know, that, that workload is insane. Um, in fact, uh, the jury here, um, there was a, a chapter that ended with a, a note from the author saying, hey, I'm going to be on a slight hiatus because of illness and fatigue. So it's the same situation here as it is with manga. It's like these, you know, artists are really, really hustling to put this stuff out and, it, and it's almost, you know, to a detriment to their health and their, their you know, their, their overall well-being. So, um you know, I can't rag on art too much, but again, this is a you know podcast, and I'm trying to just give my general impressions. It was something that I thought was distracting. Again, sometimes there's off model character art. Um, other times there's like um, kind of weird use of CG when it comes to the magical effects. I didn't think blended super well at times. I did notice like it, it was at like a halfway point, but then as, as I progressed closer to like chapter twenty, whatever, um, I noticed like the CG definitely um, you know improved. Um, and I don't even know if, if CG is the proper terminology because I'm not sure what programs the artists are using to make these. I really should look that up. If somebody's willing to educate me on this, please do, like, or at least provide some links or something. Maybe I'll just Google it on my own time. But like, you know, the, the creation process behind some of these webtoons, I'm actually curious so I can get a better perspective of what, what's going on. Because even with manga, despite like having a better idea of manga, there's still a lot of things I don't know. And here, especially, I'm just like, uh, you know, how does webtoon work? You know, I assume it's a lot of it's digital. Um, which you know, manga is definitely shifting that way. It seems like there's some artists that will kind of s- stick to the traditional ways, um, but um, a lot probably realize, oh, you know, it's probably more beneficial to to start digital. Um, you know, in, in terms of like time saving and stuff like that and, and just uh, overall like flexibility, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm covering a lot of like subjects here and I, you know, that's, that's my intention span. I tend to bounce around. I hope you guys find this at least entertaining. Um, but Dior, um, I don't, I, I don't want to sound like negative. I, I liked it. I wouldn't say it's bad or anything. I just, um, I wasn't particularly like excited. It's like, oh man, I've seen, I've seen, I've definitely seen this story before. And like, while I thought like the art, I loved like the, especially like the first couple of chapters, it really did a really good job of hooking you in. Um, it, um, I thought the art was like really, really nice to look at. Um, and plot wise, uh, I, I had to actually read, I wouldn't have read like half of what was available, but I felt like I had to read more to really get a, a better chunk of the, the plot. And, uh, you know, so I had more to talk about. Um, but honestly, like, you know where I'm at now. It's like okay, there's definitely some you know some actions building up. Again, there's these uh, demons afoot. You know, there's uh, people uh, using demons to uh, attack um, our, our main characters. Uh, so you know, there's some action going on. Um, but yeah, it's just like uh, again, I don't know the how the progression's gonna be. I guess that's something I'll just have to read on and find out. But I, I didn't feel myself really compelled to keep reading, unfortunately. Um, 
I, I just, uh, yeah, it, I think it's, you know, I think it's, if you're, it's like your first fantasy series, you know, I think you'll definitely be excited about it, like, uh, with this type of, like, setting, I guess, um, but um, if you've seen quite a few at this point, which, which I definitely have, um, you know, it seems like kind of more of the same, uh, um, I really haven't found anything that really pulled me in, you know, or like, wow, this is, this is different, you know, that kind of thing, um, but uh, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to sound too negative, or anything like that. Um, I I enjoyed it. I just don't feel compelled to like just like really binge this, you know. Um, yeah. So this is like kind of like my first, uh, uh, I guess, not completely positive take on a, on a webtoon um, that I've covered so far, um, and I, <laughs> it makes me feel kind of guilty. I was like, well, I guess I guess I can't always be gushing about a series like last last time with Chocolate. I mean, and and in comparison to that, seemed to be doing. You know, it's not setting up a sprawling fantasy world. It's just kind of like a romance between these two, like cinnamon rolls. You know, but I, I, I but I really factor my just my overall enjoyment a lot into like how I speak about things. So like, if I even if it was like a simple love story, I was like, man, I, and I absolutely just loved it. Then I'm gonna gush about it. Um, and here, when there's, I feel like there's more I should be looking at, more I can like you know dissect. Um, and it, I realize, I realize after dissecting it, I was like, okay, it doesn't have as much substance as I was hoping for from, like, this sort of fantasy story. Um, uh, you know, I, I think Dior is, is, is an interesting protagonist because he has, like, that empathy again. But, you know, it's, of course, it's like, you know, he's trying to be king. You know, he's trying to be, like, this um, ruler that's uh, kind to all, that kind of thing. I mean, I've, I, I've definitely, definitely seen this before. And, I, of course, I can't provide examples off the top of my head, but I know I've, I've read this story several times. Um, maybe not in webtoon format, but definitely before. Um, I think that's actually going to call it for this episode, guys. I feel like I went longer than I expected. Um, I, I definitely uh, went on a couple tangents, but I hope you guys, uh, you know, kept <laughs> kept with me. Um, next episode is going to be a series called Taste of Illness by Ikwon Ha. Um, I-L-K-W-O-N. Ikwon and ha ha this is a 26 episode webtoon series it's actually complete um, which i don't know if i've covered a complete webtoon on here yet and it's actually drawn in black and white uh, just like manga you know so i was like oh this this looks like manga you know i started reading the first chapter i'm like i like this a lot um it really felt like i was uh you know back home <laughs> um in my my home turf i guess you know uh but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's got a really uh, unique style for for a webtoon. Um, it kind of feels weird. It's like I I'm reading webtoon to kind of branch out, but then I find a series that looks like manga, and I'm like, ooh, manga, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, yeah, this one seems a little uh, uh, again a more serious webtoon, I guess. Uh, it's uh, I might cover some themes that are you know upsetting or any stuff like that. So i i assume trigger warning i don't know you know i'm gonna read on i it's it's one of those like um series that you have to do like fast pass or free pass you get a free pass for a chapter every day or something like that i think you could read the first five and then um and then from that point on you only can read a chapter a day but since this is bi-weekly i can read about half um by before i record so that'll actually work out or actually i'll be able to read more than half because i'm gonna re- binge the first five and then yeah uh so that's what I plan on reading. Uh, so catch this show in about two weeks, and uh, it'll be on Taste of Illness. So if you want to get a head start, and you know, if you're going to spend money and just binge it, then go ahead. Um, I still the coin system. I haven't really paid super close attention to, so I can't tell like how pricey it is. Um, and 
uh, I haven't really fiddled around with it. I kind of like the fact that most webtoons are free, especially if you're just keeping up with them. Um, or if you know, if you happen to discover a series right before it ends, even better, because then you could just binge however many episodes and then, and then be there in time for the finale. Um, so this is my first finished one. There actually are a couple finished webtoons that I've seen. One was called Flower, or Flower, but it was spelled different. Um, it was like F-L-O-W-A-R. And I'm like, oh, this has a really cool sci-fi aesthetic. It has a completely just like, I guess, uh, unconventional art style compared to some of the webtoons I've covered. Um, so that was another one I wanted to check out. But there's uh, significantly more episodes of that. Well, actually not significantly more, but it has like double the episodes of Taste of Illness. Um, so I might get a head start on that and read it alongside this because I think I want to cover that one as well. It seems really interesting. I've noticed that like some webtoon are like, you know, they they um, premiere and you know of course they, it's like one chapter at a time or whatever, right? But some episodes, uh, some webtoons just drop com- complete like flower uh, flower. That's how I discovered it. It was like all episodes available now, uh, and same for like their that person's sequel series. It did the same thing. I'm like, huh, interesting. Um, so it's like they drop it Netflix style, you know, <laughs> just a whole a full season uh, for you to binge. Um, but yeah, that's going to be next episode. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for sticking with me to the end. <laughs> if you've listened here, I appreciate it. Um, oh, by the way, and I, I, uh, I don't like to plug too often, but I do want to say like, if you guys want to leave a voice message, that's one of the cool little like benefits of anchor compared to the other podcasting or podcast hosting platforms is that you can leave audio messages listeners can leave audio messages and it's actually really easy you don't have to make an anchor account i've discovered that if you just click uh actually in the show notes here um anchor automatically uh provides a link in my show notes so it's like if you'd like to leave a voice message and you click this link and um yeah you click it it could be any on any device and uh, there's a just a pay, my uh Mongolog page it says leave a voice message you click uh, start recording. You can record your voice message and you can preview it, listen to yourself before sending it. You could add little notes, like um, handwritten notes, like whether you want me to read it aloud or not on the podcast or something like that, or like provide your name or any information you didn't include in the audio recording. Um, and yeah, you can definitely preview it before sending it. Um, and, uh, you know, and it's actually, it's really easy. It's way easier than I thought it was. And I'll, I'll get that audio message in like a library on Anchor and I can listen to it and stuff. It's not, I promise it's not going to automatically show up on the episode if you didn't want it or something like that. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd, uh, you know, explain to people the process in case they were worried. Well, like, I don't really want to figure out how to do that. And, it, you know, and I don't want to accidentally record something and I don't like it. And then I accidentally send it or something. Um, again, if you did do that, I wouldn't include it on the podcast. Just reach out to me like, hey, I didn't mean to send that one, you know, that kind of thing. But I thought I'd let people know, like, it's actually really easy to, inc- you know, record audio messages for me. You know, whether it's like your impressions on an episode I've done so far or just like, you know, some words of advice or just critique um, or like, hey, John, I really liked, you know, this episode you did or can you cover this on the next episode? Um, or since I announced Taste of Illness today, you have two weeks. If you happen to read it before I record and you want to add your own impressions, totally open to that. It gives me more to work with on the on the show, and, you know, because I'm a you know it's this uh, one host podcast, so you know I, it can kind of get probably boring for some to just listen to one person talk for a half hour. Um, so you know it, it'd be nice to be able to bounce off some of you guys if you're listening and, and thought that might be something you would want to do uh definitely reach out to me or um you know look in the show notes click that link and you can actually record so 
Yeah, I thought I'd uh, plug that real quick. I don't like to plug for like other you know reviews and stuff like that. I just um, I just thought, hey, you know, let me let them know that's actually really easy to do if they decide that's something they want to do. Um, but I appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> Again, I'm signing off. Uh, have a wonderful two weeks.